A group of Peoria businesses is working together to celebrate Hispanic heritage. That's just one of the things you need to know to start your day for Monday, May 8th. I'm Kristen McHugh, and this is WCBU's On Deck. Support for WCBU's On Deck comes from Palomar Wealth, providing financial planning and advice for Central Illinois. Introducing Navigating Your Financial Journey, a podcast exploring the concepts of financial wellness with the Palomar Wealth team. Now available on Spotify, Apple, and Amazon. More information at palomarwealth.com. Governor J.B. Pritzker is expected to sign into law new legislation that would withhold state funding from public and school libraries implementing book bans. Tim Shelley reports. A bill now on Governor J.B. Pritzker's desk effectively seeks to ban book bans. Randall Yelverton is executive director of the Peoria Public Library. He says libraries are supporting the legislation. It's just important for libraries to operate properly and for our visitors to have full access to uh, any number of ideas, regardless of whether or not they agree with them. Well, we want people to come in and have access to these materials and make the decision for themselves. Yelverton says the new law will not circumvent current collection development policies that guide which books are available on library shelves. And these are done with care and they're put together by professional staff approved by their uh, library boards. Um, and this isn't going to be uh, you know, circumventing those, uh, those practices. Yelverton says the legislation is an important statement in favor of intellectual freedom at a time where book bans are taking hold across the country. For WCBU's On Deck, I'm Tim Shelley. Here are some of the other stories we're following in the WCBU newsroom. Time is running out for arts organizations, hotels, and restaurants to apply for state-back-to-business COVID-19 recovery grants. The deadline is Wednesday. OSF Healthcare will seek to buy St. Margaret's Hospital in Peru, Illinois. The hospital closed with just a few days' notice in late January. Peoria Public Works will resume downtown pavement patching today. Parking restrictions are in place on Fulton Street between Madison and Jefferson through Wednesday. Work will progress to other downtown areas throughout the week. And some state lawmakers say they're worried about the specter of a recession as income tax revenues for last month took a larger-than-expected dip. Find more of these stories and all details at WCBU.org. Hunger means much more than just a physical need. That's according to Rebecca Crumrine, an educator with the University of Illinois Extension. She recently spoke with Mother's War on Violence host Yolanda Wallace about nutrition and the benefits available to help. You may have heard of SNAP before, right? Mm -hmm. So that's a Supplemental Nutrition Assistance Program. Okay. But not as many people maybe have heard of SNAP-Ed. Oh, okay. I haven't either. You hadn't either, okay. Mm -hmm. So it's a federally funded... Um, through the Farm Bill, actually. Okay, good. Initiative that um, wants to pair education with our SNAP-eligible families. Awesome. Okay, So that is cool. the whole purpose of our grant. That is awesome. Yeah. So here in Illinois, SNAP-Ed is located across the whole state mm-hmm. and um, run through University of Illinois Extension. So um, our whole goal is trying to make a healthier choice and easier choice for all of our SNAP-eligible populations. Well, that is awesome, especially uh, while we're in a world where things are changing as far as food and um, prices. And so uh, and I'm sure you probably focus on, um, you know, how much food costs, the better way to shop. Right. right? Oh, yes. Yeah. So our um, 
whole motto as SNAPED for our state, at least, is eat, move, save. Because we know, you know, to be healthy, it Mm -hmm. takes a lot more than just having the eating, right? Right. Right, There's other pieces to that. And as you mentioned, it's not cheap to eat well. (laughs) So how how can we help our families, you know, also make those um, food budgetary decisions? Yeah, we have uh, help with that as well. Especially, like you said in the beginning, with hunger on the rise and stuff like that, um, you know, um, well, I mean, you know, hunger is not the only thing that we need as well. But hunger is a big issue right now, right? Yeah, yeah. (laughs) So hunger, I mean, I feel like as COVID happened, it Mm -hmm. kind of shed a light on something that's been there for a long time. Oh. And that's food insecure families. But people were Mm -hmm. talking about how do people get out and get food? You know, we're isolating them. Mm -hmm. How do people um, receive the food they need, right? Right. And that became a big topic. But now as we're moving kind of out of this time, it's still there. And we're losing yeah. a lot of the benefits that went into effect right? to help families, you know, mm-hmm. afford some foods during that time. Um, so I think we're just going to see it rise even more. Yeah. Okay. So like eggs being $10 now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's a good example. <laughs> yes. Eggs, eggs are a very good example of that. So trying to help, we actually just talked about this, um, some pantries the other day mm-hmm. have a sheet on, you know, substitutions. So like, okay. You don't want to go out and buy the $10 eggs. Maybe you have things at home that can actually right. be substituted, right? Well, like like what? Beans? Protein? or you, I mean, depending on what you're using the eggs for, eggs mm-hmm. are kind of hard. Yeah. But we do have like, you know, maybe it's just applesauce. Like yeah. you can use applesauce. You can use pumpkin. If it's just used for moisture in a recipe, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, you can use those items. So it just kind of depends on what it's being substituted for. What you're for. making. Yeah. Okay, that is awesome. Now, I knew, I, I know when I was working for FNF, we would go different places in the school right. and actually prepare the meal and share recipes. So now that's changed, right? What's changed? Yeah. So um, when Yolanda was with us, we had um, the food nutrition program was a little different at the time from um, the federal government still funded federally mm-hmm. what you were doing then. Mm-hmm. But um, basically what's changed over time is kind of how they're running that program. But um, the idea hasn't changed. You know, that okay. core belief and idea hasn't mm-hmm. changed. So we still, um, I have staff uh, just in our area, at least if I'm talking Peoria, I have mm-hmm. six staff here in Peoria that just go out to schools, community mm-hmm. centers, pantries, um, any place where our families might, and this is what we say, eat, live, shop, yeah. learn, play, you know, where, where are our families actually going to be? That was Rebecca Crumrine speaking with Yolanda Wallace. Before we let you go, incoming Pekin Mayor Mary Burris and returning members of the Pekin City Council will be sworn in at 530 tonight at Pekin City Hall. And that's it for today. The show was produced by Holden Kellogg. You can subscribe to WCBU's On Deck podcast on Apple, Spotify, Google, or the NPR app.